There we go, folks. I used the old intro and it worked perfectly. Right on, dudes and dudettes. Um, <clears throat> hey, you got Opposing a Matrix. It is uh, Tuesday, uh, the regular Opposing a Matrix day, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mark that on your dials. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it is uh, the 8th of um, August. And like I said, it's 3 o'clock on the left coast, on the west coast, on the commie coast. And uh, <clears throat> welcome to the resistance. Uh, the main ministry for this site is the, the Delusion Resistance. And uh, that's our website, delusionresistance.org. And you can go there and read articles and stuff like that. I haven't really posted anything new there for a while, but it's just a presence to let you know that we're alive. Um, and well, <clears throat> uh, next couple of uh, shows, maybe next three, um, we're going to be uh, looking at something. There's um, a ministry out there. The guy is named um, David Sorensen. Good, I remembered something. And uh, his website is Stop World Control. Excellent website. Excellent, excellent website. Um, it is thorough, man. It is so thorough. And he's right on it, man. And the minute that something happens, he's he's sending you an email with a link that you can watch what he's posted, okay? Um, yeah, I really like it. I've communicated with him, and I'm seriously thinking about having him on this show. I think that would be awesome. Um, <clears throat> but um, anyway... He, he's really into looking into the New World Order, uh, the whole Klaus Schwab thing, World Economic Forum, and uh, dissecting it and disseminating what it's all about. Um, what we're going to talk about um, today is um, who's behind the agenda for world domination, okay? Uh, but the article that we're going to look at today in the video is just one part, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you ahead of time, the video that we're going to watch is by a Catholic bishop, okay? Um, I know that there's some people that don't like Catholics. I know um, there's some people that, um, that, that are Catholic that watch this show. Um, I want to tell you my last name's Italian. Um, my ancestors were all Catholic on that side, and many of them on the German and uh uh, the Austrian and uh, sides and um, <laughs> very few on the Protestants, although we turned that around uh, with my generation and actually started, I guess, with my grandmothers uh, on my mother's side. But um, and my grandfather on my father's side, too. So uh, anyway, um, yeah, where's I going with that? So while I do not condone the actions of the Roman Catholic Church, nor do I do I adhere to their mode of operation, uh, the way they do things. I really think that some of it's um, uh, a little worldly or a lot worldly and uh, doesn't belong in the Christian church. But uh, uh, I just want to say that I'm not part of that organization, although I'm using this this guy um, that we're going to be looking at, um, Bishop, Bishop uh, Carlos Vigano. How's that for an Italian name? Hey, Carlos Vigano. You're going to be listening to Carlos Vigano, okay? Um, he's calling for the world to wake up and for the world to, to mount a, um, a campaign against all this garbage that's going on, basically saying that if we don't do it, we're sunk. Okay, and I'm not going to tell you much more about what he's got to say, but very insightful. 
not something that you would think you would hear coming from a Catholic, uh, anybody Catholic, actually, uh, in, in authority. Um, I know a lot of you guys, if you are Catholic out there, you, you subscribe to uh, the conservative view of looking at things. And, you know, I get a kick out of uh, the Protestants, because I'm a Protestant, and I have been since I got born again, actually all my life, I guess, but I'm a born-again Protestant now. But anyway, um, I, uh, I grew up around Catholics, I really did, and, um, you know, coming from an Italian, and as a matter of fact, these days, if, if I say my name, oh, are you Catholic? No, I'm not, uh, nor was my uh, father, nor was my grandfather. Uh, but um, I know a lot of people, uh, they knock the Catholic Church, but, you know, um, where, where some faithfulness is concerned, you, you don't see any other, I'm going to say religion, or any other sect of, of, uh, that calls itself Christianity that's out in front of abortion clinics. I don't see Protestants out there. I don't see Mormons. Well, Mormons aren't Christians anyway. But I don't see a lot of different... Uh, pseudo-Christian groups out there. Um, you never meet any Lutherans or or uh, no, no born-again people out there. Um, and so if that's the case and the Catholics are out there doing that, then, you know, they, they deserve all the credit for actually getting Roe Ro versus Wade turned around. Um, a, a physical witness is a lot better than writing letters, you know, and um, yeah, they were out there where the rubber meets the road. So, you know, um, congratulations to all you uh, Catholic brothers and sisters. Uh, some of you are born again. Uh, one of our listeners is wonderful person. Um, and uh, just, yeah, good job. Thank you for doing what you did. And I'm one of those Protestants that didn't get out there and do anything. And uh, kind of ashamed of it. But uh, anyway... So uh, I think what we'll do is listen to Carlos Pagano. I've been trying to figure out whether to do that first or to read from the article. Maybe I'll read from the article first because Carlos Pagano, Bishop Far <laughs> Carlos Pagano, uh, sort of sums everything up in a really nice way and uh, it gives us a call to action, and that's probably the way we should end the show. But um, next, this coming Thursday, we're going to have more stuff on uh, by the, this um, David Sorzen and uh, Stop World Control. And um, I think that uh, we're going to walk away a lot more educated and maybe with a fervor, more of a fervor in our heart to do something. You know? Uh, whether it be uh, writing letters uh, or, or going out and being proactive out on the street or whatever. You know, um, and I don't call for violence. I don't believe in violence, but uh, I do believe in protecting yourself. So, um, you know, right into that what you want. But um, anyway, so yeah, so let's. Uh, I found this article on their uh, their website. Um, again, it's Stop World Control, and, uh, and the head guy is David Sorensen. And uh, David just had a, um, a medical uh, thing. He, he talks about it online here, so I don't feel like I'm violating HIPAA or, or his personal pr privacy, but uh, some kind of heart thing that happened to him. And I think it was from all the stress and everything that he, uh, he's he been going through to get all this stuff put together. The guy must never sleep. That's all I could say. He's, I mean, he comes out with these fantastic 
articles all the time. I mean, they're incredibly fantastic. And there we have uh, Millie the Chewini uh, guard dog. Yeah, real frightening. <laughs> so uh, we might have to put up with her from time to time here as people walk walk by, family members walk by and stuff like that. She has not learned how to be friendly yet, believe it or not. Okay. Anyway, it says this post is a section from the report, The Agenda for World Domination by the World Economic Forum. You will find uh, references for the presented information. There you will find them. Okay, so it starts out, who is behind the agenda for world domination? I know we've done a show like this recently, and but this show this show is going to give you a lot more information, and um, hopefully it'll give you the infinite impotence to, <laughs> yeah, impetus, those two, other two words I didn't say, the impetus to go to uh, his site and check things out, but um, anyway, so, uh, okay. It says, when we look at the crazy plans of the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, and the United Nations, we have to wonder who comes with this, up with this kind of insanity. Amen to that. Um, especially when you see how pedophilia is being normalized, men are encouraged to dress like women, and toddlers are coerced into having their sex uh, surgically changed, even, when their parents con even without their parents' consent. Uh, where does all this perversion and cruelty come from? In order to find the answer, we must look behind the curtain of the public world theater. We must understand that organizations like the World Economic Forum are in reality a storefront for entities who operate behind the scenes, human and non-human. I added that. Um, this is explained during an international grand jury composed of 11 lawyers and a judge during which... Uh, during which the official agenda of world domination by financial elites was revealed by expert former agents of the World Health Organization, the United Nations, the U.S. and British military and intelligence agencies, period. <laughs> One of the expert witnesses was Alex Thompson, a former officer of Britain's uh, Signals Intelligence Agency, GCHQ, uh, the partner agency for the NSA, the National Security Agency, USA. Um, as an intelligence officer, Alex learned about the British strategy for world domination. He testifies to the grand jury just how the world is run by the powerful financial entities who never show themselves to the public and who control the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the United Nations, the International Monetary Fund, the European Union, and the BIS, whatever that is, uh, etc. Our question, of course, is uh, who are these hidden rulers? In order to answer this inquiry, we have to go back in history. Throughout human history, there have been psychopaths who have lusted for world domination, uh, such as the Egyptian pharaohs, the Roman emperors, the Russian czars, European kings, and so on. And I would like to add to that American presidents. Um, the lust for world domination is a basic reality throughout all of world history, one world empire has succeeded another, the Greek, the Persian, the Byzantine, uh, Chinese, Roman, Spanish, and British world empires. A popular held belief today is that the ancient desire to rule the world has somehow disappeared, but nothing could be further from the truth. As we have just seen, emerging surveillance and data harvesting technologies allow the installation of worldwide systems of total control that previous tyrants could not have even dreamed of. 
And it's got a picture here. They're showing a picture of peasants working outside a castle. For thousands of years, freedom never existed on Earth, as the entire world was always ruled by tyrants who oppressed the people. In Europe, these rulers lived in luxurious castles while peasants worked hard in their fields. Most of what they produced went to the wealthy tyrants. The tyrants offered some level of comfort to the people to prevent them from revolting. A typical strategy is the bread and circuses concept. Give the masses entertainment and food and they will be quiet. This was true in ancient Rome as in other cultures. Today we see this on a massive scale with the expansion of sports and entertainment industry. The mass majority of the population has no interest in wisdom, knowledge, or understanding, but rather choose to sit in front of their TV all night eating cheap industrial, industrial food. They are kept at peace with bread and circuses. Over time, the world population grew even larger and posed the increasing threat to the power of the rulers. The more people they must control, the greater the risk of large resistance. So they changed their strategy. Instead of operating out in the open where their masses are fully aware they are being oppressed by tyrants, they decided to move backstage and to give the masses an illustration, or excuse me, illusion of being in charge through elections. And it's got another picture of a, a very tall man with uh, puppet strings on all these business-type looking people. Okay, in reality, rulers never gave up their power. They have simply manipulated elections in order to position their, their political puppets who dance to their strings. In this way, the same uh, ancient tyrants stay in control while the people think they are free. This was confirmed by a former top official from the United Nations, Kaylin uh, Georgesque, um, who uh, was a, an executive director of the UN for 18 years. He explained that the real elections are basically non-existent in the world. His expert witness uh, testimony before the International Crimes Investigation Committee, Investigative Committee, excuse me, can be seen in our documentary, Secrets of the United Nations. Abundant further evidence that the elections are rigged can be found in this evidence report. A uh, little title here, Hidden, Hidden Rule, World Rulers. Excuse me. By moving their operations behind the scenes, the rulers could be protected from the wrath of the people. But they also needed to shield themselves from the persecution of government, prosecution of government. So they created for themselves so-called sovereign states. A sovereign state is a small area that is not submitted to the laws of the land and is, in essence, untouchable. It's got a picture of a beautiful building in Basel, Switzerland, or maybe Basel, Switzerland. It's called the BIS. Oh, Bank for International Settlements. Okay, that's what that BIS stood for. An example of such a foreign sovereign state is the Bank for International Settlements, which oversees more than 50 central banks, making it one of the most powerful financial entities in the world. The BIS has become a sovereign, untouchable entity in 1987 through the headquarters agreement, which was negotiated with the Swiss Federal Council. This agreement includes the following. Get, get ready for this. Full inviability, inviolability, okay, for all the buildings of the BIS and the land beneath and around them, indifferent to who owns them. Full immunity from criminal and civil prosecution 
and proceedings for the bank as such. I, I happen to substitute persecution for prostitution a lot, folks, because um, <laughs> you and I are being persecuted. Uh, sometimes we're prosecuted, but we're being persecuted by a very wicked and evil government and, and, the, and those who control the government. Okay, no payment of taxes on transactions and salaries of personnel. No disclosure to governments regarding their, the activities of the BIS and are not subject to any jurisdiction. Okay, so the Bank of International Settlements cannot be prosecuted, doesn't need to inform the government of its activities, pays no taxes, and is not submitted to any jurisdiction. It can do whatever it wants. Okay, we're going to talk about the City of London. An even more powerful sovereign state is the City of London, an area of one square mile in the heart of London City. The City of London is the financial center of the world and headquarters of the British elites, where hundreds of banks have their offices. It's not governed by the British government, but on the contrary, reigns supreme over it. The City of London has, on it, has its own courts and police, unchallenged in its sovereignty and self-government, and the rules over most of the earth. It is also the headquarters for worldwide Freemasonry, as well as for the, headqu the headquarters for worldwide money cartel known as the Crown. The Crown controls, Crown controls the global financial systems and runs the governments of all the Commonwealth countries, United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and most of Africa, and many non-Commonwealth Western nations as well, uh, such as Greece, while their hand of influence even reaches deep into Latin America and Asia, the crown traces back to the Vatican. And it's got a picture of, uh, from the air of Vatican City, way up in the air. Surprisingly, the most important sovereign state in the world is Vatican City State. While to the public, the Vatican presents itself as a religious institution, in reality, it is the head of worldwide financial network. Most people don't realize that there is, just, there is not just one pope, but in fact there are three, the white pope, the black pope, and the gray pope. The only uh, one we ever see is the white pope, but little do we know that he is the lowest of the three popes. In reality, the highest authority is the gray pope, who is never seen in public at all. He operates as perfectly concealed supreme uh, puppet master. While the Vatican presents itself to humanity as the seed of godliness, it is in fact the exact opposite. As the saying goes, the best places for the devil to hide is in the church. The lower level people who work at the Vatican are clueless to this, just as low level government officials are oblivious to who truly owns their nation. The rulers ensure that all, the, all who work for them are on lower levels are kept in a state of complete ignorance. Only those that begin to ask questions and seek the truth will eventually be confronted with more and more corruption and higher they climb, the higher they climb the ladder. Archbishop Carlos, Carlo Maria Vigano has exposed sexual abuse and financial corruption in the Vatican. He also warns humanity of their agenda for world domination, and we're going to be looking at that uh, after we finish this year. The vast majority of humanity, even the most political leaders, have no clue that these sovereign states even exist, let alone rule the world. All we, ha all we know and see are the public, the public personalities like politicians and businessmen, who are mere puppets of these concealed puppet masters. Their strength is in obscurity. By remaining hidden, 
from the view of humanity, they are able to operate unchecked without being held accountable by the people. Enter your text here. Oh, by the people like of the United States, of the world. Okay. Um, a good resource uh, to learn about the agenda for world domination by hidden rulers is the grand jury evidence. This report contains the expert testimonies of former members of the British Intelligence Service, British Navy, U.S. Marine Corps, uh, World Health Organization, United Nations, and the CDC, who testified before an international grand jury of 11 lawyers and a judge about the agenda for world domination. And there's a download for the PDF of that, by the way, on this uh, website right here. Okay, so who are these rulers? Just who are the people in these sovereign states and who are and who are the entities that work for them in the nations of the world? The worldwide network is generally referred to as a deep state, the shadow government, the cabal, and 1% satanic bloodlines, uh, Illuminati, uh, elites, royals, black nobility, Khazarian mafia, and so on. They consist of ancient royal dynasties and bloodlines that go back hundreds, even thousands of years. To learn more about these nefarious families, who, who they are and where they come from and how they operate, I recommend the classic work of Fritz Springmeier uh, called uh, Blood of the Illuminati. Uh, this highly acclaimed reference uh, work is made available as a download on the website of the CIA. Uh, it reveals information about the bloodlines in the United States of America and who, and who exert their, or, or excuse me, who exert their influence worldwide. The classic work, The Bloodlines of Illuminati, Volumes 1, 2, and 3 by Fritz Springmeier are considered authoritative. Um, they have links here. You can order by paperback or you can download PDFs. Uh, I always go the cheap route and download PDFs. Um, a second authoritative resource that focuses more on the European families is the, is the 13 Satanic Bloodlines by investigative journalist Robert D. Ruder. Uh, who in 2008 <clears throat> accurately predicted the COVID pandemic. The four-volume work was banned in France, but is published in about 100 other nations and languages. And they have a download for that PDF here, too. Some of the crim criminal families are Rockefeller, Rothschilds, Warburg. That's just Rothschild, it's not plural. Uh, Warburg, DuPont, Russell, Onassis, Collins, Morgan, Kennedy, Van Dun, um, Lee, Astor, Vanderbilt, uh, Bauer, Whitney, Duke, Oppenheimer, Gray, Sinclair, Schiff, Solvay, Sassoon, Wheeler, Todd, Clinton, Taft, Goldschmidt, Wallenberg, Guggenheim, Bush, and many others. By the way, you know that jerk on CNN that uh, is very over-opinionated with the white hair and he looks like an albino? Uh, my apologies to any albinos that might be uh, listening to this or watching it. But um, he uh, he's a Vanderbilt. And there's a name right there, Vanderbilt. Okay. So you want to know where your news is coming from? Boy, he's an arrogant little cuss, isn't he? Okay, they got another picture. It looks like a king and a queen sitting in their thrones with their family all around. And they even have a couple of dogs that are playing out in front of them. Puppies, it looks like. Um, nice looking painting. Uh, there are also royal families like the House of Habsburg. 
one of the prominent dynasties in European history who ruled over most of Europe. And it says ruled, so it's uh, past tense. Uh, other fa royal families are the House of Windsor, the United Kingdom and Commonwealth. The House of Orange, Nassau, plays a central role in politics and government of Europe. The, Hats, the, the House of Schwarzenberg, one of the prominent European noble houses, etc. Uh, many of these families are genetically connected as they hold the belief that they have different genetics than the rest of humanity, and therefore they have the right to rule over all of us. It's an established fact that they call the public their cattle or livestock. To them, humanity is merely a herd of animals that, must, that they must manage. And it's got three uh, family crests here. I know you can't see them, but if you go to the website, it kind of gives you an idea. Um, at the helm of all these families is the so-called head of the snake, the black nobility or the Jesuit papal bloodlines whose headquarters are in the Vatican City state. One of the most prominent ones is the House of Orsini, uh, who are descendants from the Julio-Claudian dynasty of ancient Rome. Much more information about all this can be found in the aforementioned reference work on the Dutch website elaster.nl. That's E-L-L-A-S-T-E-R dot N-L. Uh, it says translate the pages using Google Translate. Uh, and it's on the internet when using uncensored search engine like Quant, K-W-A-N-T. Okay, the top of the pyramid are the concealed families who operate from the within the sovereign states the highest level of the pyramid of power that controls the world? No, there's more to reveal. The next level of information can be especially challenging for some readers because it is so out of this world, quite literally. In order to help you understand the reality of what you are about to learn, I will first give some historic, basic historic background. Then we will look at world history. There is one thing that stands out. In every culture, everywhere on earth, one thing has always been the heart of every society, the worship of demonic entities. Ancient Egypt, Babylon, Rome, and Greece were deeply embedded in spiritual practices, which usually involved two things sexual abuse and human sacrifice. This applies to every part of the world, be it Africa, Asia, the Americas, Europe, it is literally worldwide. Christianity and Islam refer to the dark spiritual entity known as Satan, which means the opponent or adversary. But there are also other beings. One prominent spiritual entity that has been worshiped throughout the history of humanity is called Moloch. In different cultures around the world, he is known by names such as uh, Melek, Molek, Milcom, Melkom, Molek, Malek, Melek, Melek. It's all different spellings here, folks. Malcolm, Melkart, uh, Melkart, uh, Milk, Melkarth, Kronos, and Kronos. In Islamic, for Islam, for example, Molek is called Malek or Malik. It's M-A-L-E-C or M-I-L-I-K. Okay. Um, interesting that Kronos, uh, Kronos is a name for it because it means time. Okay. The many names confirm the worldwide worship of this demonic entity. Molek is depicted as a human with the head of a bull. In ceremonies, statues of the demon were heated with fire 
And once the outstretched hands were glowing hot, uh, living babies were placed in them to suppress the terrified cries of the child being burned alive. Loud music was played. It's got a, looks like a picture or a drawing um, of Molech and uh, people uh, gathering up their children or something like that. You have to look at it. It says, Diafkot Molech met Feven Holen of Kapellen, whatever that means. If you know German, you know. Okay. This is basic human history that every one of us should be aware of. When you travel anywhere in the world, the architectural remains of human sacrifice can be often be seen in various locations. In South America, the Aztec pyramids, for example, mark the landscape. At the top of those pyramids, humans were sacrificed to dark spiritual forces. In Europe, this was done by the Druids. In Africa, by the shamans. Um, in Egypt, by the high priests, and so on. Human sacrifice has been at the heart of most cultures around the world. And uh, it's got another uh, painting. It looks like it's a, definitely a Mesoamerican pyramid, and they're, they're conducting a sacrifice at the top. Okay. All right. With the spread of Christianity, this horrific practice was abolished in the public sphere, but it wasn't eradicated from society. Rather, many servants of the Dark Realm continued practicing these uh, rituals in secret. And this is where we now come to the top of the pyramid of world power. In every quality research about the topic, you will find abundant documentation that, at the supreme level of power, structures, ritual sexual abuse, and human sacrifice are still practiced. One example of this is revealed by Ronald Burhard, a former bankster who worked at a high level uh, of the uh, worldwide financial imperium. Bernard moved trillions of dollars from the concealed rulers for the concealed rulers and gained clear understanding of what happens in these circles. In the video below, which we'll watch at some time, folks, I don't know when, he testifies that at the higher levels of financial elites, most people are members of the religion called Luciferianism. Ronald participated in some of their satanic masses, which involved a lot of alcohol and sex. At some point, he was invited to attend a high-level meeting in Germany, high-level meetings in Germany, where children would be sacrificed. He was promised that he would, that this would swing wide open the gates of astronomical power uh, and great wealth for him personally. Instead of moving billions of, for the financial rulers, he would become a billionaire himself. All he had to do was to put his conscience in the freezer at minus 100. Uh, this is the motivation behind the cruel practice of human sacrifice. Yeah, but it also is a seared heart. Now, I'm adding this, by the way. It's also a seared heart uh, and a corrupt heart. And there are some reprobate, uh, not reprobate, but... Um, uh, perdicious people, people that are born to perdition that are into this, that uh, never had a chance and never will have a chance at uh, changing their ways, so to speak. Okay, in return for the offering up of humans, especially babies and children, to demonic forces, the elite receive power and wealth from the dark realm. This explains their extraordinary financial resources and their incredible influence worldwide. Uh, folks, let me add something here. If... if if you see rich people um, 
that are out there flaunting it. Um, and you see people that rocket to success. I would say there's probably about a 95 or 97 percent chance that they're serving Satan. Okay, there are some people that Yahweh blesses and uh, they do well, but uh, for the majority, it's uh, it's not a good thing. Okay, Ronald Bernard refused to take part in this horror and left the world of ruling financial elites behind. He was tortured to death, then had an NDE near-death experience and miraculously came back to life in the hospital. After serving the Dark Realm, Ronald felt that he had been given a second chance to restore the damage that he had caused to humanity. He has now dedicated his life to the creation of an alternative financial system that can help people escape the tyrannical systems of the elites. This highly, uh, the highly revealed eyewit uh, revealing eyewitness testimony of Ronald Bernard can be seen in the following video, which has been viewed by about 90 million people worldwide. And again, we'll watch that at some time, folks, okay? And I think I've done a program with this. So now uh, if you go back and search, we can probably find that, okay? The transformation uh, shared by Ronald Bernard is confirmed by former directors of the CIA, FBI, excuse me, the information shared by Ronald Bernard is confirmed by uh, former directors of the CIA, FBI, police, Jen Marie, uh, no, Jen Marie, um, that's the French police, the secret police, or not secret, but like the FBI kind of. Uh, military, detectives, eyewitnesses, judges, and many surviving victims of our evident report about. Uh, sexual abuse and murder by high-level officials and there's a link there so you can read about that okay I also have in my possession several personal letters from women who escaped the cruel circles of the elites where they had been raped thousands of times Natalie Augustina was in a, a world-famous fa fashion model who was mind-controlled by the CIA to be a sex slave for the highest level of the elites royal families, heads of state, commanders of the military, uh, Hollywood celebrities, etc. She describes her story in Dutch, in a Dutch book written by the aforementioned reporter Robin de Ruder. Another anonymous surviving victim and eyewitness also sent me several letters. Uh, they are highly disturbing to read, but I have to decide and I have decided to include a small portion of them in this report as these eyewitnesses uh, recount, or excuse me, eyewitness accounts uh, reveal a hidden reality that humanity need, urgently needs to become aware of. Perhaps understanding that you may experience cognitive dissonance or Semmelweis effect when seeing this information, there are psychological, these are psychological mechanisms that are subconsciously activated to protect us from new information that challenges our current belief. Sorry, folks, but there's something flying around here. Um, we hide our heads in the sand because reality is too scary. I want to encourage you to be conscious about this and not give in to the reflex of rejecting information that is disturbing. This is what sustains these horrors. Um, the reason I share these sensitive details is because this kind of evil can only be exist with the ignorance of humanity. Bringing this into light is the first step to putting an end to this terror. Okay, eyewitness testimony. Uh, quote, I grew up in Canada. The core of this thing is genetics. Uh, 
these bloodline families believe they are genetically superior, whenever you see people manipulating genetics, it's probably them. And whenever you find royal families ruling countries, you'll find them in abundance. So these families worship the fallen angels that would be Satan, Lucifer, Baphomet, Molech, and, ba and Baal. So my childhood was one of satanic ritual, one satanic ritual after another. Uh, they are done on specific dates throughout the year, solstices, equinoxes, full moons, etc. The purpose of the ritual is to gather power for themselves. A typical childhood in this terror will find kids raped a few thousand times by the time they're 18. We're talking about satanic cult, satanic cult network that is worldwide, and they, may, and they make a big chunk of their money trafficking kids. It's brutal. They start the programming in the womb or at birth. They use astrology and numerology. They put black magic, you know, they'll, they're black magic occultists. They pick your birth date. They groom you for specific careers. They attempt to put their people on the top field around the world, uh, but now they're going, going for broke. They want a central world government in Jerusalem. They want to take down national state or nation states. Because the torture is, is me, because the torture, torture in the cult is so extreme, people split and disassociate. So most people are DID. Uh, definition, uh, it'll say here, suffering from dissociative identity disorder, DID, um, which used to be called multiple personality disorder. Basically, you end up with a whole bunch of people or personality fragments inside yourself because with each torture you split. The result of this is a lot of people who went through, through this have no memory of it, um, and the cult takes advantage of that. They structure the personality so you, you have personalities that come out at night and others that live uh, your day life. Uh, people live double lives and don't realize it. It's very clever, so they get the cult gets all sorts of things done at night. They want uh, unfeeling psychopaths who would have no emotion as they do their dirty work. Okay, they strip the feelings right out of kids in the cult. Uh, they put you through near-death experiences. This opens up the psychic centers and shoots the IQ through the roof, making kids very useful to them. During World War II, the Nazis developed sophisticated mind control techniques and many medical procedures. Alan Dulles, who the first director of the CIA, first called the OSS Offer of Strategic Studies, got funding from the U.S. government under Project Paperclip. He brought a lot of scientists and doctors over to the U.S. Russia took a lot of them also when they got there. They carried on their work but that mind control got integrated into the cult network through North America. That's how I ended up in it. The fact that my grandfather and great uncle were both grandmasters in the Scottish Rite of Masonry here, that is also why I was born into it. And it says Janik Smith, and it says not real name. Nothing this lady wrote to me was totally new as I have read similar revelations in numerous publications by established investigators who have been warning humanity for decades. I have also seen several videos with testimonies from other people who escaped this 
dark network of uh, world rulers. That's how I know this information will to be authentic and accurate. In, other, in another personal letter, which I received from a different suffer, or excuse me, surviving victim, uh, Nat, Natalie Agostina, I read uh, certain details that explain the connection between criminal humans and highly spiritual entities who use them for an even far more nefarious purpose than uh, just financial corp corruption and uh, political world power. What Natalie describes has been revealed in the past by several researchers and whistleblowers, but nevertheless I have found it deeply disturbing as she reveals the substantial reality of evil. It's one thing to know about the abstract um, concept of evil. It's a whole other thing. It's a whole different experience to discover how real the forces of darkness are. They are very well organized and operate in an extremely strategic way. Here's a segment from Natalie's letters to me. Eyewitness testimony. Uh, my book is only a fraction of the truth and is much worse. I've actually waited upon the people I've actually waited until the people are awake, awake enough before telling everything. The people who the people were awakened by the elections in the USA and with the illegitimate positioning of pedophile Joe Biden, COVID, and now the Ukraine. I know the whole world of satanic pedophile head families. I excuse me, I know and have been used and raped by members of the ruling families who are above the royal houses. <clears throat> The Dutch fake royal house has as its boss the Habsburg clans and the Vatican. The Rothschilds control all the royals financially. Every royal house must bow before them and give act de presence when, pre when summoned. In other words, you get over here right away, and they do. I was often in Switzerland and Davos and Lausanne and Zurich and Geneva, always during the political meetings of the world leaders. There is much going on on Earth. There is much more going on on Earth than you realize. Example, uh, Klaus Schwab is a pure Habsburg. The, uh, absolute, the absolute ruling families meet three times a year in Davos, Switzerland. Uh, these gatherings are close and heavily secured. Uh, this is uh, where the dinosaur families meet. One specific group only comes out at night, never during the day. Daylight is harmful to them. They are not normal people either. They live hundreds of years. The oldest I met was 830 years old. They do not eat food like humans do. Their medical need is baby blood until 25 days after birth, a baby is born. The other group takes baby blood and, and baby meat. Nothing but that. And it's I, Natalie Agostina. Uh, anyone who wants to verify this information can watch the videos in this report, download the PDF documents, read the books, and do your own research on the internet using the uncensored search engine, Quant, K-W-A-N-T, um, and the video platform, BitChute. If you want to learn more uh, about the realities of cannibalism in the dark realm, I invite you to look at our evidence report about abuse and high-level officials. Let's see. I will offer something here that confirms the cannibalistic nature of the elites. In Hollywood, they have recently been exclusive parties organized by Maria Abramovic. Some photographs from these parties leaked out, and you can see them in the link report below. 
Because of their graphic nature, I have concealed them. In order to see the images, click the link, but they are very sensitive. But if you're very sensitive, don't open it. Okay, I'm going to open it. You don't have to look at it. I do. <laughs> Maria, actually, you, I guess you... No, you don't. I'm not broadcasting this page. Okay. Marita Abramovic organizes parties called Spirit Cooking, during which celebrities eat human bodies made out of cake. Real naked women are displayed on the tables with a skeleton on top of them. And that's what we see in the pictures. Hey, for all you people that like Will Ferrell, he's sitting at the dinner table they're eating. You can tell because it's uh, the shape of the plates and the attire that they're wearing. For some reason, they're all wearing white. I don't know what that's all about, but uh, it's a picture of a young gal laying on her back on a table, and uh, she has no clothes on. Uh, it says, during these public parties, they, of course, don't eat hum real humans, but testimonies from surviving eyewitnesses all agree that what happens during the secret gatherings is even worse than actual cannibalism. These public parties are intended to induce introduce the concept um, of low number of members uh, into their circle. Sorry, folks. I have it on quiet, but evidently that's not doing good. Uh, they got a picture of the same young lady from a different uh, angle, and there's they've got plates above her, above her and a big uh, knife, I guess, to cut the cake. Another picture is a woman with... Um, yeah, it's, actually, I think it's a cake, but she's got her head sticking out through the table. It's weird. Um, and that cake has some stuff I don't want to talk about on it. Um, and then there's another picture of a blonde lady with her head sticking out of the table. And then there's Lady Gaga, who is, um, let's see, I'll see. Below, let's see if it's up here. Uh, okay, got that. Uh, below are a few photos of Marina Abramovic, one of the most popular artists among the financial elites. She uses a lot of symbols from Satanism and Luciferianism. But the picture of Lady Gaga is uh, a picture of her... I don't know, I'd explained it before. Um, but there's a woman that's laying in a vat of what looks like blood, and there it might be chocolate, I don't know. But they're scooping it off of her body and then eating it. Um, it's gross. Okay, so then there's a Marina Bremovic has a picture of her uh, with a showing her midriff with uh, a pentagram painted around her navel. She's got another one with a, a goat's head. Um, looks like it's skinned from the horns down, and uh, she's holding it by the horns. Another one with a bow constrictor around her neck and on her head. Another one with two horns in her head. Um, and she does painting, and she paints with blood. Okay. And then uh, she's got another picture of her standing in front of a naked little boy, shown from about the uh, the chest up. And she's got her hand over his eyes. Um, in the following photos, Abramovic is pictured with Queen Beatrix uh, from the Netherlands and Jacob Rothschild, one of the heads of the city of London. They pose in front of a painting called Satan Summons His Demons from Hell. So there's a picture of her and um, I guess that Abramovic lady. Um, and it's got the painting with Rothschild there. 
Next, you see a photo taken during the party of the Rothschilds. On December 12, 1972, Marie Helena de Rothschild organized the Surrealist Ball at Chateau de Ferraris, uh, one of their castles. Notice how dolls of broken babies are used to decorate the dinner tables, as well as corpses of naked women. And she's got a mask on. It's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, I don't know, it looks like a goat, but I've never seen a goat with those kind of horns, but she's got it on her head. <laughs> anyway. Okay, what you see, you, once you, what you see in these images is just the superficial, low-level stuff shown to the public. We cannot even imagine what they are doing in secret. The eyewitness testimonies also only briefly lift the veil of this dark realm. Once you know how evil these enti uh, entities are, it becomes clear that they have no problem imposing the inhumane tyranny uh, promoted by the World Economic Forum and their allies. It is critical that we have the courage to share this information with the world. Enter your text here. <laughs> okay. Um, humanity is not really suffering from correct polit corrupt politicians and bankers, but is under attack by pure evil. At the very top, there are spiritual, dark spiritual entities that are simply a continuation of ancient practices of demon worship and human sacrifice, disconnecting humanity. What we must understand, however, is that aside from these dark forces, there are also there is also a creator who is the giver and, or, and the origin of all that is good, who is, who is on the side of humanity to deliver us from evil. In the past decades, there's been a worldwide strategic mind control operation against the people of this world to steer the vast majority away from the source of life. When people are disconnected from God, who alone is greater than the realm of evil, they are easier to control and enslave. Spiritually, ignorant people are powerless. It is imperative that we wake up from this brainwashed state and induce spiritual blindness and return to the giver of all life who can empower and guide us to deliver humanity from the forces of darkness. Uh, this has nothing to do with religion, but is a, as a basic to our, basis to our existence as one plus one equals two. Uh, we all know there is good and evil. It is, however, not just the vague energy, but there are, exist personal entities just as we are personal beings. It is absurd, absurd to recognize the existence of intense evil while denying the reality of the realm of life, love, goodness, and truth. The following diagram shows a basic overview of the worldwide power structure of evil and corruption which has penetrated every aspect of humanity. Um, I reveal this in the hope that it will assist the worldwide downfall of these nefarious networks since their number one strength is the ignorance of the population. As long as they can operate beyond the awareness of the public, they can continue unchecked. That's why I implore all who read this report, please not hesitate to share it, but to have the courage to spread as far and wide as, it is, as, um, as that is, that will eventually, what will eventually shatter these network strongholds over humanity. As long as they can operate in total darkness, meaning no one can see them, they can continue their operations unchecked. Once this is brought into the light, meaning the world becomes aware of it, 
they can no longer hide and will be held accountable for their innumerable crimes against humanity and all creation. Okay, so it's got a pyramid with one, two, three, with five different levels. The bottom level is society. Above that is politics. Above that's financial. Above that is concealed. And above that is spiritual. And it just hit me, uh, folks, while I was getting ready for this today, that if you look at this pyramid, and you look at the pyramid on the back of the dollar bill, the Novo Ordus Seclorum, um, you'll realize that there's no capstone on that pyramid on the dollar bill. But there's a capstone here, and it's called spiritual. So I, I know that the New Age is waiting for uh, the capstone to be put on the pyramid, proverb, for per, yeah, proverbially. Yeah, you know the word I'm trying to say. Um, and um, and that just proves to me that the capstone that's on the period behind the dollar bill on the back of it is actually going to be a spiritual thing. Uh, it's going to complete the pyramid, and uh, that leads us into the New World Order, and it leads us into the Book of Revelation, and... Um, the Antichrist and the whole nine yards. So it's uh, it's amazing how that just all goes together. So the first level, spiritual entities communicate the cabal through uh, hybrid rulers. Remember that, hybrid rulers. Psychics, mediums, and high priests, they gather in Luciferian ceremonies where human sacrifice is practiced. I've always said that the Antichrist is going to be a hybrid, uh, alien-human hybrid. So... Um, I also could accept the fact that he's going to be a um, an AI human hybrid. Okay. Uh, the second level down is families from the ancient bloodlines run operations for the world, uh, dominate for world domination through severe excuse me sovereign states like the city of London. They use CIA, MI6, and Mossad to mind control the masses through mass news media and government propaganda. The third level is banking imperiums, global corporations, World, uh, World Economic Forum, International Monetary Fund, etc. Uh, they control levels four and five through bribery, blackmail, and mind control. They position politicians through election manipulation. Okay, level four. Well, it's one down from, or one up from the bottom, and four down from the top. Um, governments keep the people powerless and dependent, while creating the illusion of democracy and justice. They pretend to care for the people, while they use them as cash cows to enrich levels two and three. Okay, and that would be the spiritual and the families. Okay. All right, in the fifth level, law enforcement, corrupt judiciary and unlawful taxes. Boy, if you watch what's going on with Trump, you could really identify with the corrupt judiciary, right? And unlawful taxes keep the people poor and powerless. News, education, entertainment, and food industry and big pharma keep the masses confused, divided, and unhealthy. What's the answer? Incorruptible people who love the creator, humanity, and nature more than money, must occupy levels 3 to 5 so that the levels 1 and 2 are rendered powerless. Um, alternative systems uh, for the needs of humanity must be developed. Oh, done. 
Uh, see the full picture. This post uh, is part of a longer report, The Agenda for World Domination by World Economic Forum. Um, there, there you will also find references to prove all of the above information. If you want to see the full picture with more evidence, make sure you read the full report. Okay. So there you have it, folks. That's a lot, huh? That's a lot we got heaped up on our dish, man. I'm telling you. But it's all true. It's all true. And I know I've been duped for years. Uh, we get indoctrinated in school. Remember, I remember uh, Mr. Sneeden, you know, he didn't do this purposefully, but uh, and, and in essence, in a lot of ways, it was true. But he said America was the best country in the world um, and talked about how wonderful it is to be born into the United States, you know, into the system and everything and to be born here. Um, but, you know, it's um, yes, it is. It's a wonderful place. It really is. But um at the same time, after becoming wise and awake, you can see the corruption and everything and what's underlined, uh, underlined, well, yeah, what's been underneath uh, everything for all these years. I guess underlined is the right word. Um, anyway, uh, so Mr. Sneeden is probably not alive anymore, but um, he was a good teacher. He taught me a lot of things, uh, a lot of important things, but there are a couple things where he uh, he was he was probably brought up the same way. His teacher and his mother and father taught him that, you know. And believe me, I, I love this country. I really do. I, I love the people. And um, and if there, a war ever broke out, uh, you know, a civil war, and it was between the people and the government, well, you know where I'd stand. But um, anyway, let's. Uh, we didn't watch the movie yet, the video. So I want to watch this, and uh, and uh, you can get an idea of what this uh, guy is trying to put together. And you know, everybody's coming out with ideas. Oh, we can do this. We can do that. We can do what this guy is saying. Form a resistance and everything else. And okay, but even the resistance in in Europe during World War II had a leader. You know, so who's going to lead the, the resistance with this that this guy's talking about? Well, let's talk about that after we watch the video, okay? Here we go. Let's, let's do this thing. Dear friends, for two years now, we have been witnessing a global coup d'etat in which a financial and ideological elite has succeeded in seizing control of part of the national government 
public and private institutions, the media, the judiciary, politicians and religious leaders. All of these, without distinction, have become enslaved through these new masters who ensure power, money and social affirmation to their accomplices. Fundamental rights, which up until yesterday were presented as inviolable, have been trampled underfoot in the name of an emergency, today a health emergency, tomorrow an ecological emergency, and after that an internet emergency. This global coup d'etat deprives citizens of any possibility of defense since the legislative, executive, and judicial powers are complicit in the violation of law, justice, and the purpose for which they exist. It is a global coup d'etat because this criminal attack against citizens extends to the whole world with every very rare exception. It is a world war where the enemies are all of us, even those who unwittingly have not yet understood the significance of what is happening. It is a war fought not with weapons, but with illegitimate rules, wicked economic policies, and intolerable limitation of natural rights. Supranational organizations, financed in large measure by the conspirator of this coup d'etat, are interfering in the government of individual nations and in the lives, relationships, and health of billions of people. They are doing it for money, certainly, but even more. So in order to centralize power, so as to establish a planetary dictatorship, it is the great reset of the World Economic Forum the Agenda 2030 of the United Nations. It is the plan of the new world order in which a universal republic enslaves everyone and a religious of humanity counsels faith in Christ. In the face of this global coup d'etat, it is necessary to form an international anti-globalist alliance which gathers all those who want to oppose the dictatorship, who have no intention of becoming slaves to a faceless power, who are not willing to cancel their own identity, their own individuality, their own religious faith. If the attack is global, the defense must also be global. 
I call upon rulers, politicians and religious leaders, intellectuals and all people of goodwill, inviting them to unite in an alliance that launches an anti-globalist manifesto, refuting point by point the errors and deviation of this, this dystopia of the new world order and proposing concrete alternatives for a political program inspired by the common good, the moral principles of Christianity, traditional values, the protection of life and the natural, fam natural family, the protection of business and work, the promotion of education and research, and respect for creation. This anti-globalist alliance will have to bring together the nations that intend to escape the infernal yoke of tyranny and affirm their own sovereignty, forming agreements of mutual collaboration with nations and people who share their principle and the common yearning for freedom, justice and goodness. It will have to denounce the crimes of the elite, identify those responsible, denounce them to international tribunals and limit their excessive power and harmful influence. It will have to prevent the action of the lobbies, above all by fighting against the corruption of state officials and those who work in the information industry, and by freezing the capital used to destabilize the social order. In nations where the government has subservient to the elite, they will be able to establish popular resistance movement and communities of national liberation, including representatives of all sectors of society who propose a radical reform of politics inspired by the common good and firmly opposed to, neo, to the neo-Malthusian project of the globalist agenda. I invite all those who want to defend the traditional Christian society to meet together in an international forum to be, able to be held as soon as possible in which representatives of various nations come together to present a serious, concrete and clear proposal. My appeal is made to political leaders and to rulers who care about good of their citizens. Leaving aside the old system of political parties and the logic imposed by a system enslaved to power and money. I call the Christian nation together from east to west, inviting head of state and the healthy forces of institutions, the, econo the economy, labor, university, healthcare, and information 
to join a common project, disrupting your system and putting aside the hostility that are designed by the enemies of humanity in the name of divide and tempera. We do not accept our adversaries' rules because they are made precisely to prevent us from reacting and organizing an effective and incisive opposition. I call upon nations and their citizens to align them, themselves under the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, the only King and Savior, the Prince of Peace, Inoxinio Vinces. Let us found this anti-globalist alliance. Let us give. It is a simple and clear program. And let us free humanity from a totalitarian regime that brings together in itself the horrors of the worst dictatorships of all time. If we continue to delay, if we do not understand the threat that looms over us all, if we do not react by organizing ourselves into a firm and courageous resistance, this infernal regime that is establishing itself everywhere will not be able to be stopped. And may the Almighty God assist us and protect us. All right, there we go. I think that was a pretty powerful speech, pretty powerful talk. Used a lot of neat, neat uh, phrases. Um, Anti-globalist alliance. I like that, man. That's a good name. Good name for the army. <laughs> the anti-globalist alliance. You can just call them the alliance. You know, uh, in World War II, you had the uh, Allies and the Axis. Well, this could be the alliance and the. Uh, uh, Antichrist, or uh, the Alliance versus the um, the Abominables. Okay. Anyway, um, he said that we're living in a world where the enemies are all of us, <clears throat> meaning believers and people that do good. You know, that's what the world hates, and that's what Yeshua said. Uh, he said it hates Yeshua's followers, actually. Um, he started out by saying it started uh, for two years now. This stuff has been brewing up, and um, and I, I think this was, was done a few months ago. Um, but he um, he talked about first there was the health emergency. He says next there'll be an ecological emergency, and after that there'll be an internet emergency. That's interesting. Uh, we're starting this. <laughs> Well, with this new Green Deal or whatever they're doing, they're, they're saying that there's an emergency and that it's the, the ecology is, is threatened by mankind and everything. So uh, they haven't really taken any uh, drastic measures to prevent that from happening. But um, we see it all day uh, on the Internet, everywhere, you know. Um, well, you know, what's in Europe, two or three countries are going to do away with farming because farming hurts the, the environment. 
Is that stupid or what? Um, in so many ways. It's stupid in so many ways. And then you got people that are trying to get us to eat crickets and other bugs. Um, uh, cow farts. Uh, every time a cow passes gas, which happens a lot. Um, you know, it's, it's a, oh, cry. Oh, the cow farted. You know, and um, it's just, it's ridiculous some of the stuff they're coming out with. It really is. It's it's moronic. You know, if you would have said it 30 or 40 years ago, the person would have been locked up in a mental institution, which is not a bad idea. Um, anyway, he was talking about the, um, he used the phrase conspirator of the coup d'etat. Okay. He used a singular word. He didn't say conspirators. And I don't think it was an English versus Italian thing either. Um, so was he talking about Satan? Was he talking about one, the Antichrist? Was he talking about a spiritual entity that is so uh, highly ensconced that it's just below Satan and in control of destroying the world or destroying the people of the world? And remember, never forget that even if you're listening to this and you're not a Christian, okay? Um, first of all, I pray that someday you will be, but that's that's irregardless of what I'm trying to say here. But um, Satan, Lucifer, Satan, hates even you, okay? And why does he hate you? Why does he hate humanity so much? Is that every time he looks at us, he remembers the promise that God had given to mankind. And he remembers that God had created man specially. He's a special creation to govern over the earth, but also to love Yahweh. Okay, and there's some indication that when mankind was created, uh, maybe Satan had a promise or he thought there was that God had made a promise to him at one time, and that promise had been taken away and given to mankind instead of him. And it also reminds him of uh, the sacrifice of Yeshua, because Yeshua came um, incarnate as a man, and um, so he could be a sacrifice for mankind. But he, uh, you know, he died for us, and he totally thwarted Satan's plans to take over the earth at that time. And um, so, yeah, when he sees people like me and you, or any human being, um, he hates everybody, and. It makes no difference to him if we're all alive, or actually he does want us, doesn't want us alive, but if we were all to die tomorrow, he would be one happy camper. So um, he's not your friend. He never has been. If you don't believe in him, well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, you'll meet him someday if that's the case. Um, all right. Let's see. What else did he say? Um, I tried to write as quickly as possible. Um he, was, he described a uh, universal republic, and uh, I don't remember what he was talking about. Let's see. Um, he talked about forming an international anti-globalist resistance. Um, man, I cannot. Defense must be also be global. In other words, it's not the United States fighting the war. It's everybody is joining in together to fight against this. And how does a normal man fight against it? Well, uh, you don't put money into the coffers of every rich person that is involved in Satanism, okay? Um, you find out who Satan's friends are and you don't deal with them anymore, okay? 
I know I say this over and over. Don't take your kids to Disneyland. My goodness. What is it? A hundred bucks a day a person or something down there? And that money's going right to the Disney Corporation and it's going right to the elites. Okay. Watching movies nowadays, most movies anyway, that are made in Hollywood. You know, the money goes to the the um, the producers, directors, and everything else. And that money afterwards goes right to the elites. The elites. The elites. Hey, there's a good term. The elites. The elites. Okay. Um, let's see. He said there needs to be agreements between mutual um, collaborators. Uh, in other words, between the leaders, he wants the leaders of the whole world to get together and agree to fight this thing, um, which is good. I don't think he's going to get that. He talked about uh, international tribunals. Yeah, now you're talking. String them up. Um, let's see. Casualties of... Uh, oh, committees of national resistance. He talked about forming those. Um, they said international tribunals. Um disrupt the um, old world order of corruption he said okay and it's another way so we talked about that just a couple of minutes ago about not participating in things that'll give money to, into the coffers of the enemy okay um, if you can at any cost please homeschool your kids or find a neighbor that's homeschooling and see if you can put your kids in there because if you turn your kids over to the, the public schools, well, I'm not going to go any, any farther on that, but um, I think you know the answer. Uh, and he talked about delaying, that any delay that we, we put into this, um, you know, you take uh, six months here not to do anything or a couple days when you should be doing something important, you're not doing it. Or, um, or not thinking that this thing is serious enough to fight, you know? Well, when it comes back and bites you in the rear end, and you're going to realize that it was uh, something that you should have fought against, right? So, anyway, uh, I, would, I would encourage everyone, every one of you that, that prays and knows Yahweh to pray and ask what he wants you to do, okay? It could be just talking to, to a group, to your... your um, your church group that you meet with and uh, showing them that video from the although you have to put a disclaimer in front of it if you're a Protestant but um, let's it's it's time to separate the um, uh, separate the good from the bad you know that um, like watching that video from a Catholic uh, by a Catholic speaking you know it's uh, Everything he said made sense. He didn't. He didn't bring religion into it, uh, per se. And um, you know, he just wants to fight this thing and get it over with. And uh, and I don't blame him. And uh, if I, I got to think about this and pray about this, because something's got to be done. And how do we do it? And who organizes it? In the whole nine yards. Me, I'm not really an organizational kind of person. You know, I. But if somebody wants to sit down and tell me about plans that they have, yeah, okay, that's all right with me. Um, just don't tell me anything that I might divulge if I'm, you know, taken captive or something. But um, 
Anyway, I know that sounds foolish to talk like that, but it's getting to that point, folks, that people don't believe that we're we're going through a civil war right now. The military is split in half, you know, with the white hats and the deep state. Um, don't trust FEMA. Never, ever trust FEMA. They're not what they claim to be. Um, I don't know why I felt the nerve or the nerve, the, the urge to, to say that right now, but I did. Um, anyway, folks, so that's that's where we stand. Uh, you know now where some of the the entities and the people that are involved, my goodness, uh, name-dropping. Talk about name-dropping. Um, so we did that, and uh, we got into that and saw that, and, and um, we were able now to determine that uh, something needs to be done. And, uh, and we know who the players are. We know who the enemy is. Uh, it goes right from the White House all the way up to the top and down from the White House. It goes to corrupt judges. It goes to corrupt lawyers. It goes to corrupt doctors. Um, uh, remember that doctors, lawyers, Indian chief? Well, I'm, I, don't, I don't see that as a profession per se, so I'm not even going to bring that in. But um, and basically their hearts are a lot better than what's in the in the American government. Um, so, anyway, be praying about what to do. Be praying about what the show should do in that regard. And, um, like I said, the next few nights will be, um, next few nights together, we'll be working on uh, disseminating more of this information. So, um, folks, there is hope. And, uh, Father, I pray now in the name of Yeshua that you would just provide hope for us, Father, that you would provide a way out, a way of protection, but a way of fighting, too. Um, what is that prescription that says, Blessed be the Lord God that has taught my hands to war and my fingers to fight. And um, oh, there's another one, too, that I can't remember right now. Let's see. Oh, no, I can't remember it, so I'm not going to waste time here. But anyway, Father, I just pray that you give each of us a purpose and tell, you, tell us what that purpose is and that you would um, tell us how to conduct ourselves and in, in all of daily life uh, in the days to come and and uh, help us to know what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and who to make associations with too, Father, in this regard. So pray the Lord in Yeshua's name. Amen and amen. Okay, folks, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May make his face arise upon you and be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out and your coming in, your rising up and your lying down. May he give you the peace that passes all understanding. And may you just walk in his light. If you don't know him, may you be led to know him. There's a process. And I know that might confuse what I said, but um, I pray that anybody that doesn't know him is watching will come to know him sooner or later, but before it's too late, hopefully. Um, and um, interesting and tough days ahead coming folks but you know if we always help we'll be able to get through it so this is uh, signing off from uh, little uh, Cottage Grove Oregon um, at uh, an hour and 23 minutes after we started it's 423 so have a blessed uh, day tomorrow and we'll be back on Thursday and we'll continue this subject okay so, by a Dios, folks, go with God.
good night.